Hey, what's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning into this episode of the podcast. This is officially episode number 49, so uh, pretty stoked to come up on a big milestone of number 50 with our next episode. Um, I want to apologize to Craig. I, I, we, we recorded this last week, and I've been so slammed with work. Uh, the, the town of Crested Butte has really been, um, it's just been busy there for the last, you know, I don't know, two months. And that's why I've been kind of absent from social media and all that stuff. And we recorded this episode last week when we were camping along the Slate River and had a really great conversation. And I've just been lax about getting it posted. So anyway, just want to send a shout out to my homie and, and tell him sorry about that. And uh, I'm here at the Orvis Hot Springs. I'm going to be here for the next three days soaking. I'm going to try to get my body right. I took off some time from work and decided to come over here. So I uh, just noticed that the office just opened. It's nine o'clock. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off here and go soak. So here's episode number 49. Thanks for tuning in. All right, Cole, we're, we're on. We're recording. Nice. We're, we're in our cocoon of, of protected area right here. My, I think I see, I'm, I'm seeing six bees at the current moment that are around <laughs> the mosquito net and the wind's honking. <laughs> Dude, mosquito nets are freaking clutch especially my my little casbah yeah this is nice this is like one of those vegas style cabanas you know it's like yeah. i want the vip drinks coming around and the pumping I music i know but just as long as it keeps the bugs out i'm good yeah definitely it's been it's been pretty gnarly the bugs here have been the, the flies that have come out as of late have yeah. just been bad so but uh yeah uh, can finally get another podcast in the books that we've been we've been slammed man I I, i've been slammed you've been slammed we haven't even hardly had a chance to camp together and stuff so this is kind of the first time we've had a chance to chill it's it's a weird thing to to be like nomad but busy yeah you know to be like really really busy like i almost i almost feel like i've i don't know i i don't know what like how one describes it but like i like i have like a, a busy schedule like running all over the place and yeah i'm keeping up with work and and other uh and other things and it's yeah, yeah we've been talking about sitting down for a podcast for like more than two weeks now but yeah. we just haven't been able to carve out the time well and your 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 driving gig has been keeping you real busy and but you just vacated the the, the premise of we're at the ranch at the monastery yeah. so now you're now you're 100 in your truck and you're getting ready to cruise back east which is exciting yeah i've got about another month here uh and then hopefully i can head out if, and you're with your style and with your new your new fridge oh dude that thing is nice man <laughs> oh that's so nice uh, it, it's just it, you know what it is it's like i'll be able to carry more goods i can buy i can buy more in bulk so i can get cheaper food and then also i can i can just make a wider meal meal plan no nah, i mean it, it's it's a game changer there's, yeah. there's no doubt about it i mean you don't you don't have to worry about spoiling food and um you don't have to worry about going out and getting ice all the time yeah. and um and I can stay in a location as long as I have a water su- water supply. Yeah. I can buy food for you know a week to ten days and stay there. Yeah. And not have to come back in on account of just ice, yeah. which which I used to do it all the time. Yeah. And then how much food spoiled with the water and all that stuff. And yeah. I think also it'll be nice to not have anything in the back of the pickup truck. And you know, it's like I'm downsizing quite a bit again. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to having more space in my truck and redoing the back seat because I'm just taking out that entire back seat, the entire bench, and the backrest no that's gonna be killer and it'll be interesting to see i, mean, I know you're gonna do a video on all that stuff so that'll be uh that'll be that'll be a fun one um, yeah i mean speaking of videos i i just pumped out that that we boost one the um so the, the home complete which is rated to 7500 square feet it's amazing 
put put that up at the uh, put that up at the ranch, the off grid monastery. And it, I mean, it's 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 freaking amazing what that thing is is able to do. I, I now realize why you were so stoked when you got me on the phone at camp here. You're like, yeah. You're like, hey, I'm in I'm in the power shed. I'll talk to you later. And you just hung up. Ah, and you were like, oh, oh, I'm just hanging out at camp. You were like so like not it, enthused, and it, it I was like, I was like, I don't want to like. Like, you're supposed to be psyched, dude. Like, you're like, oh, oh yeah, I'm just kind of picking my nose here. Like, yeah, exactly. what, what are you going to do afterwards? Thinking about taking a nap. And, like, you had no idea, like, how, like, that, I mean, the culmination of having left the ranch and then having that, you know, that I had to owe him money kind of thing. Yeah. And then, like, just all organized. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And just, but so it was like. I, I had like completed like the most challenging, emotionally challenging experience, and then you were just like, "Oh, well, I'm just at camp. But what are you doing later?" <laughs> you just hung up on me. Yeah, I fuck was you, like, All right, fuck you. Yeah, I, no, I, I, well, I didn't. I didn't realize it until after we hung up, and you know, I was thinking about it later. I thought, "Oh heck, you don't get any reception out there with the four thousand square foot booth. Uh-huh. There's no reception on that side of the house." And the fact that you got it way out there, I mean, that speaks volumes to that product. Yeah, no, I, I knew it's amazing. I, if people, it's going to be a longer video, um, but um, I, if, if people are interested in that kind of stuff, they'll they'll, yeah. they'll dig it. And I'll, I, I'll put the link. We'll put the link in the video description below, yeah, or in the no doubt about it in the uh, podcast description. So, but yeah, it's been weird. It's like uh, I wasn't planning on working full time. You know, I got hired on as a gardener for twenty to thirty hours a week, and it was initially presented as, "Hey, it's seven a.m. to one p.m." And I'm doing 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. That damn, that damn work ethic of yours. <laughs> I know. It sucks. It's, uh, I, you know, I, I, I kind of bit off more than I could chew, though, when I accepted uh, doing the town hall and the transit center. But I was told it was only going to be for a couple weeks, and it's already been a month. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't mind the overtime. Obviously, that's great. But I'm, I have just been, I'm just tired. All, yeah. all the time. And, and of course, with my allergies with the flowers and everything and working on those every day, I can't breathe at night, so I can't sleep. So it's been it's been kind of like it's been awesome, but it's been torture because yeah. <laughs> of just the way I feel. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting back on the road, and I think that first week when I get back on the road, like I was saying, I'm going to go to Valley View and just hit the hot springs and the sauna for like a week straight, and yeah. then and then after I get my body right, then probably look at going to Idaho, and then I think I'll probably wait to build out the back of the truck until I get back to Kansas. I may I may put like a just a one platform back there, just something that 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 can level it because it's, it's kind of at a slope. You know, when I take the bottom seats out and uh, do that for the meantime. And then when I get to Kansas, really pimp it out. Yeah. Because so, no. I want to do like a full on, like almost like how the platform bed is that you have. I want to do that, but in the back seat toward the storage underneath. But it's like platform style. And I may have bins that are loose or I may actually have drawers that are built in. I don't know yet. Right. But have it to where, you know, it really maximizes all that space back there. And taking out the, 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 the seat. Um, and then also the, the backrest of those of the, the seats back there, it frees up a lot of room. Oh, yeah. And then I've got those storage areas behind the seats, which are now exposed. And so I can incorporate those into a build. And there's there's the, uh, screws everywhere. So you can just tie into those screws with little L brackets. Yeah. And so I'm excited to, to see what I can come up with. Because when I started doing the truck build that I have now, I didn't anticipate for it to turn out the way it did. I thought it was going to be more kind of more DIY looking. And granted, the outside is definitely DIY looking, but you get inside and it's pretty nice, you know, yeah. and uh, with the wood finish and all that stuff. So definitely. Um, I'm hoping that uh, whatever I do on the back seat, I can kind of replicate that build. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see. And I yeah, my my situation with my truck, you know, I had um, 
I had that that, that deep cycle battery installed in my my engine compartment. It's been working great for you know the last three four years, um, but it's shit the bed. I mean, one of the cells went bad, um, and I've got I've got unfortunately I've got some acid spill stuff to clean up in that area. Um, so that'll that'll probably be the next video that. I produce. Was, was there um, any damage to your engine? Or no, the, en- the engine's fine, but, you know, if if I let that go untreated, I mean, essentially, it's just going to eat away the metal, and mm. um, it's right over the passenger wheel hub mm. um, right now, um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's something I need to take care of ASAP, and that just kind of adds to the, um, I don't know, there, there's definitely been, like, a more medium to high level stress that I've been feeling with um, having left the ranch, having to deal with work, trans like you know transitioning back into the, the truck full time. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean it, it's it's liberating, but it's also an adjustment. And in you know I just dialing in all the little things and the little routines that I that one just needs to you know and like stocking your cooler with ice and like running around while working and whatnot and then having found that problem with the the battery up front having to deal with this WeBoost install um you've had a lot on the plate yeah it's just i mean it's it's a it's just a weird thing and then you know that the yeah the emotional toll and i you know i'm not interested in in talking poorly about anyone but there's you know the, the transition out of the monastery was not a smooth puppy dogs and roses one you know there there was some um there there just was some stress involved with it and there was some some stuff that was definitely triggered in me um, you know, you and I have talked about it. I was actually thinking about, like, on my way here, I'm like, you and I should just record everything that we talk about because it could all be posted. And yeah. Well, at least it's interesting to me. I yeah, know, I mean, most, most of it, yeah. Who, who knows what, what uh, you know, people are actually tapping into. But, um, yeah, it's it's been, a, it's been a busy, crazy period, and it's it's going to keep on going in that way, but a good way, yeah. I suppose. Cool. I, yeah, I don't want to um, rehash any of the uh, stuff that, you, like you said, you don't want to talk negative about anyone. But I did want to ask you about when you, so you were in the off-grid ranch, the monastery, for about a year. Is, yeah. that, is that about right? Yeah, yeah. Totally right? So yeah. the end. Or a little more than a year, maybe? Well, I got I got there at the end of September. Okay, yeah, yeah. so you're coming up yeah. on here. Yeah. So when you started truck camping again, those first few nights out, did you feel just completely out of sorts? Yeah, I, and again, it was connected with the, you know, the, there's just, I, and I, so I think, I think I can talk about this without bad-mouthing any individual person, because, you know, you and I talked about it, like, I think, I think people that gravitate toward this lifestyle are sensitive people, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're, we're generally sensitive, and so it's it's kind of obvious or clear that we we head out into the wilderness to get away from people and 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 part of that is our love of nature but part of it is because people it's easy to rub us the wrong way right you mm-hmm. know like i can 
um, I can be rubbed the wrong way by just someone's look. And so, um, you know, when when I transitioned out of the monastery, there there were a lot of little things that had accumulated to the point where I was really irritable, mm-hmm. and I was really pissed off in a lot of ways. I felt like I had been pushed around. I felt like I was being bullied and taken advantage of. And that's a, and again, that's, that's not, that's talking much more about me than it is any one individual. Cause it, it doesn't matter who I end up spending a lot of time with. I end up feeling taken advantage of and, and bullied. And I, I'm interested in working on those things, but that, that was definitely raising my stress level my baseline level and so when I got into the truck and I was I I didn't sleep very well um I definitely felt like a certain high level of anxiousness and whatnot and Mm -hmm. I I felt like I mean we're talking about like I'm like I don't I don't even want to stick around for the next you know few weeks to finish out my work commitments I'm like fuck this shit I'm out you know like that's what we like to do as nomads just, just like have that flexibility of like all right, this isn't working out. Like, peace out, bitches. Like, yeah. I'm not going to cause a big stink about it, but I, I, I don't need to stick around for this. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the fact that I made commitments to work and decided to stick around, it, it was like, you know, all right, I've got these commitments, but I don't want to be around. Yeah. You know, and like, well, despite the fact that we're in, like, the, the, the most beautiful area in the world. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it interesting how it's yeah. like we just want to hit the road? Because I, I, I felt that way. I was telling you before we started this how I feel like I'm in a prison right now because I, I agreed to stick around in an environment at work that um, is less than desirable at the moment just due, to, just due to how much we have to do. Right. And it's just causing stress and some people are acting out of sorts. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't need this. And I almost quit. Right. And then I reconsidered. But then the fact that I, in my mind, I was like, cool, man, I can hit the road after, you know, two weeks after I get my notice, which is realistically we're probably going only going to work another four weeks anyway because once the once the frost start hitting we break down all the flowers and we're done but i started thinking in my mind i'm like oh man where am i going to go and i started doing the the, i started checking weather patterns in different locations and seeing okay what's what are the temperatures and i started planning in my mind like i'm on the road yep and then i changed my i I get changed my mind and then i also kind of settled down a little bit and realized hey i don't want to burn a bridge right it's only four weeks what's the big deal of two two additional weeks than what i had in my mind but it's like killing me because the the reason why one of the main reasons why I love living like this, and I think you can admit to this as well. I mean, we we both uh, love this feature of living this way. But it's like if things aren't working out, you just get up and go, right? And you find another place that's better. And that's something that you cannot do if you're in the corporate world with the house and all that stuff. Like when I was in that, I could never just go. And the, the, the just having the ability to do that almost makes it con- too convenient sometimes to just say fuck it, I'm out. And, and roll, right? But it, but it's so attractive to do that all the time because yeah. it, it's like ultimate power, you know. It's ultimate power over my my ultimate environment. control. Yeah, ultimate control. I spit shit out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 you're right though. I mean, it's ultimate control because there are so many things that we can't control back here. It's great to have stuff like that that is 100 percent in our right our uh, decision making and and power. that and that for me that connects to you know I. We, we, you and I have both been on the road for about the same amount of time, and it it connects to that. Like I, I've been thinking about, you know, what what do I want out of this lifestyle? Why did I get into it in the first place? And 
certainly one of the reasons why I got into it in the first place was because there, there, there were there were n- numerous factors of working a nine to five, really like a nine to seven, eight to seven, Monday through Friday, really Monday through Sunday kind of work. I, I didn't want, I didn't want to live that lifestyle. Um, but it was also, there, there was also a little bit of like, I, I don't want to be around the pressures of relationships and people like, like mm-hmm. people are getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, what got me into this. Um, to a large degree and now that we're several years into it just like you were saying so that 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 instinct to just be like screw this I'm out like I don't need to put up with it like mm-hmm. I'm living this way so I don't need to put up with bullshit but personally I feel like the, that there is like a growth and an evolution on my part where I don't want to go full hermit you know I don't want to I, I don't want to I don't want to be one of those people that wears those shirts that has like a wilderness scene mm-hmm. and it says like I hate people yeah. like I don't want to be a sociopath mm-hmm. and if one could draw a trend line to the way that we we live and the way that we operate where if we are just ready to say fuck it at the drop of a hat and be like peace out bitches um, I don't I don't want to grow that way. I want to grow in a different way. I want, I do want to be able to, um, you know, have patience and tolerance for other people's in, uh, imperfections as well as mine. And so, you know, the fact that you and I have both chosen to um, put aside our instinct, you mm-hmm. know, at this point, where we're, we're both more than capable of just being like, like, no, I'm not doing any more. I'm going to go and do what I want to do, mm-hmm. but we're both choosing to be like, all right, let's 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 hold down our responsibilities. Let's um, let's play by the rules a little bit more. Let's mm-hmm. have um, let's have patience and tolerance, and do more of the right thing, you know, than you know on on the social side. I I don't know. For me, that that's an interesting thing to observe. Both of us working toward. But independently, it's not as though like you and I came up with a strategy and like no. okay, this is what we're gonna do. It's been kind of interesting because I was thinking about that about the you know when you're talking about strategy, especially when it comes to making money out here. Yeah, and it's like I've I've come to the realization that the social media stuff and all those things is nice ancillary income and it's nice um, you know additional income, but it's not it's not main income. Right. And uh, working for the town this summer has really opened my eyes to the fact that the seasonal work is available all, all throughout the country and especially in resort areas you know and it's available in the winter too like right. in southern california and texas and those places in arizona and if one wanted to they could just follow that around and work for parks and rec services right you know and then you're working with the people that live in the area that are super passionate about the outdoors i've gotten so much information from everybody i work with about where to go around here that no one goes to yeah and i wouldn't have that unless i had that immediate plug-in another thing too working for the town you immediately get plugged into the town so you know everything that's going on you're you know you're in with the police you're in with everybody else and it's nice to have those friends right away so i got that sense of community that i wanted yeah you know and um i think that in order to honor that sense of community i definitely want to follow through with the rest of my commitments here and not leave early 
but they did say, hey, it's probably about another month, you know, so that's no, no big deal. Uh, but it's been interesting kind of how the full-time job crept up on me mm. and just how much it just kicked my ass. You know, because living this way, things take so much longer. It's cooking food and showering and di- all those different things, finding camp and setting up and moving and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, you add that to like a 40 or 50-hour work week where you're just out, outside all the time at 10,000 feet, just getting hammered with UV rays, dehydration is like you're right on the brink you got to drink water nonstop. yeah and i was like man i'm just getting my ass kicked so i'm looking forward to a little bit of a reprieve you know sure and and it's nice to have it'll be nice to have a town like mount crested butte on my resume because people will say this is a world no they know this town world, world, world it's world renowned yeah you know so um the fact that i could go to anywhere on the west coast and say hey i work for this town for the summer and have a reference is great and I think that other people that want to get into this lifestyle, I'd encourage them to look at possibly doing some of the same things. If you don't mind manual labor, Park, Parks and Rec is a fun it's a fun division to work for for the towns. Yeah. And it's usually full of fun people that like to be outside. And so if that's your gig, you, know, you just step right in. And I, it's like I had like six brothers right away, you know, which is great. Yeah. Which yeah, is cool. Yeah. So, and I learned a lot, too. Just I learned more about, about what the, to do when, with flowers and thinking about getting my master gardening certification, which I could take that anywhere. Totally. And uh, it'd be super fun to do that. So. Yeah. Then I, then I could call the work on my terms and not do a 15-hour day. Right. Because uh, that just kills me. Yeah. So. Um, I was also thinking about, um, you know, what we've been doing with this podcast and, um, you know, each of us have talked about some of the past challenges that we have, and I, I, I still don't like. I don't like calling things like mental health issues or whatnot because yeah. they're just. It's just. They're, it's it's just, just being human. Yeah. I mean, it's just being human. But I. Getting back to that idea, that those that gravitate toward a nomad-like lifestyle. You know, my, my, my theory is, my hypothesis is that we tend to be sensitive. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I want to communicate in this podcast, on this forum, and, and in what I'm doing in general, I, I want to talk about evolving in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't... So, yeah, I, I got out here to... Um, reduce the stress in my life, reduce the anxiousness, reduce the, um, to, to change things. And there, there is an evolution that is occurring where I, I feel like I've learned a lot and I can talk more freely about some of the challenges, but I also want to be able to talk about how I'm now... Um, more resilient to those challenges mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel like this situation is reflective of that where I um, you know my my old way of doing things was to burn the whole house down right you know mm-hmm. to be like like I don't need to put up with any of this bullshit mm-hmm. like I'm out Irish exit I'm yeah, yeah. Irish exit dude like I'm mm-hmm. Irish I am like dude that that is like me to a T um, but because of the way that we've been living um, with a strong connection to the outdoors, with a strong self-reliance, right? Like, I mean, you and I are building out our trucks. We're, like, building out our own little homes. Like, 
how empowering is that? Mm-hmm. You know, to just have that. And it keeps evolving. Yeah, and it keeps evolving, and there's there's a creative process in that, and it's empowering. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, holy shit, I can do it. Yeah, and then um, and then we realize, like, wow, we could stay back here for a long time, and we're not, we we don't need anything. Right. That's the great thing about and it. And neither you or I come from a like a mechanical background. Like mm-hmm. we're we're both desk jockeys in certain ways. Yeah. You know, we're coming out here, and like I'm just gonna figure out how to install a freaking fridge in my truck. I'm gonna figure out how to install a battery in my in my apartment. So there's it's yeah, empowering. It is empowering and it and it translates to a confidence and a um and a yeah, just like a confidence and an assuredness to tap back into some of the more societal problems, you know, of like, okay, so the give and take, you know, the give and take of like work situations where before it was like, oh, you want me to work more? Or like, oh, you want me to put up with that bullshit? Or like, like no, no, homie, don't play that. I'm out. Yeah. And so now there's, at least on my part, there's more willingness and more mental resilience to be able to put up with that shit. And so it's, it's just interesting that going into the wilderness, doing Nomad to get away from all of that is giving me the, it, it's actually, there, there's a, um, there is a progress, a self-progress that's occurring that's allowing me to tap in, tap back into "Quote unquote society." I don't. I wish I could come up with a better word for it, but you know, and I'm a different person. I'm well, a different person because of it. Yeah, and, and and I've 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 witnessed your evolution, and it's like you're laying the foundation of life on your terms, and and it, it incorporates being mobile sometimes, maybe not all the time, right? You know, because because you you want that sense of community as well, and you want right. to plug back in. And I think we all need that. You you can't be on like a lot of people be like, you know, oh, you, you know, whatever. You're on, you know, you've been on the road forever. Why don't you just keep doing that? It's like because as humans, we need that. We need that social aspect, you know. And and uh, going back to what you were saying, but I, I also think it's like a, either whether it's conscious or not conscious. Mm-hmm. Like we both want to grow in healthy ways, yeah. right? And so to just go full nomad, to go full hermit, we both recognize that is not a healthy thing, right? And so whether it was an unconscious or a conscious decision on our part, we're both we're both willing to look at the obstacle of re-engaging in a different way as a positive thing. That's the way that we want to grow. Yeah. And, well, and, and I, I totally agree with that. And the reason why, one of the reasons why I came out here was that I would notice that when I was in the corporate world and I'd go out and go camping, whatever issue would come up, whether it was um, a client that paid late or maybe Sierra got sick in my truck or, or, or whatever it may be, uh, you know, it would bug me a lot more in the city. When I was back here, it wouldn't bug me as much. And I, mm. and I, and I identified that. I was like, okay, when I'm back here, those things don't bother me as much, so therefore I'm not, don't get as upset, so it doesn't overtake my entire afternoon or encompass my entire day, and I don't lose that. So I started realizing, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in a healthier headspace out here, and it, most, it makes me process life on a better, uh, a healthier way, I guess. That's not as stressful. Another thing, too, the, uh, the other reason why I hit the road was I kept feeling this nagging this nagging uh, um, sensation, or, or not even sensation, it was just a feeling, I guess, of, of when I was in the corporate world, I remember the first two weeks after I was working, I, I, like, I woke up one morning and I just had this pit in my stomach. I'm like, is this it? Mm-hmm. You know, I went to college. I, I like bought into this bullshit. 
and this nine to five stuff sucks. Every, no one's acting like themselves. It's all a routine. Like that's what I thought initially. I was like, this is bullshit. Like what the fuck am I doing? And then, but I had that feeling. I kept on having that feeling throughout. And I think, okay, well maybe if I get that job, I won't have that feeling anymore because it's exciting. You know, so I got the internet job and during the internet boom. And that was great. It made, you know, you make lots of money in that environment. It's exciting because it's new. But I kept on having that feeling in that. And I thought, well, maybe if I own my own business, you know, maybe I'll get that sensation of, of uh, feeling like I'm accomplished. And same thing, you know, I'd, I'd be like, this is it. Like, this sucks. And so that was another part. That was about, probably about 50% of the reason why I hit the road mm. was I was like, I have got to see if there is something more exciting out there because this is gray and vanilla and I can't do this for 40 years. Yeah. Because it'll kill me. Yeah. So that's that was, part yeah. Of it. But yours, your tri- your uh, journey has been, you know, we, we parallel in a lot of areas, but then we also have our own stuff that we're going on, and it's been awesome just to just to see how you've taken control of just everything in your life, and on top of it too, like that confidence builder of the crazy having the off grid experience in the oh, winter. Dude. Very few people in the world will ever experience that. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Well, and, and it, it is, uh, you know, we we had that episode. I, I forget which number it was but you know if people haven't gotten a chance to listen to that 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 certainly was a great episode for me to, to talk about that experience but I mean what it really boils down to is um, you know I I was confronted by challenges that I never thought were possible I never thought that I was capable of like, overcoming them and I, I still look back on it and I certainly don't and, and I don't say this in a self-deprecating way like I don't like I still don't know where that that power came from you know and I can I I can go you know I can I can wax spiritual and philosophical and all that and like you know higher power God whatever um but it's still a mystery I mean even if I call it God you know carrying me like that's still a total mystery to me and um I guess that gives me the confidence where if I run up into another problem of that magnitude, um, that strength can come through mm-hmm. um, if I allow it to, if I give it space to, yeah. if I, um, and um, well, yeah, that- it certainly, it certainly, you know, when I look at the mundane problems that we're confronting and then I think like, like I was in the freaking middle of nowhere, snowmobile belt is breaking it's you know negative 20 and i got through that like i can i could put up with the freaking you know post office worker not getting my mail right you know there's like there's just like real problems and then there's bullshit problems (laughs) but i i kept thinking when you were doing that i i don't know why in my mind but i was like dude you're you're on the you're on hoth and empire strikes back and you're on that moon and you're surviving out there. And that's that's what I had in my mind, like envisioning you on the snowmobile, like cruising. And it's like negative 25 outside and the wind's blowing a million miles an hour and it's pitch black and you're going back to the ranch. And I'm like, Dude. so many variables could have gone in there that could have gone wrong. And we couldn't, I mean, it's very possible you could have perished back uh, there. But it's like, it's like, you just kept plugging and it's like, I wonder how many times you were close to skirting that death if there would have been maybe a trail that gave out or the snowmobile would have done or something. Or a freaking bobcat, you know, jogs in front of me, jags in front of me. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, it's crazy. 
That's uh, <laughs> awesome. Man. Yeah. That's just so cool. It's such a cool story. You'll have that story forever. Like everybody will have like survival stories and you'll be like, hey, uh, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of, uh, yeah. I'm going to one up you on this by yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You might want to sit down for this one. <laughs> yeah. Your stories were nice. But let me tell you about real survival. I mean, I, and I do, I, I still, I mean, I got to get back on that, that YouTube production and whatnot and I, I, I do want to put together a video. I've got some material you know, cool. to, to be able to put some stuff out. Well what's nice too is that if you do buy a ranch in the future, I mean you got tested with one of the harshest winters we've had in a hundred yeah, years. I know, yeah. And, no, uh, it, was, it was a good one. So you, I mean everything else would be a cakewalk. I know. Going forward. Uh you know I, I maybe this is the topic for another podcast, but I, I here here's what I find interesting. I'm not I'm not so interested in getting into the politics of it, but what I find interesting is that, so I'm, I have my CDL. Um, I've been working close to 40 hours a week. Right. So that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm operating in like middle class. Like I am right in the middle of the bell curve, right? Like uh-huh. professional driver, right. You know, working we'll, we'll 40 hours it. a week. Yep. You know what? And, and like, I can't like, I, I wouldn't be able to survive on that were I not able to do this nomadic shit. Yeah. I, I find that, that that's... The pay that's, rate, yeah. So that's cool, but it's also really depressing because you think about how many people are out there busting their fucking ass, working in, working honest livings, you know, and... And, 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 I, and almost being taken advantage of oh, because absolutely. the companies are making so much more. Absolutely, you know, and, and there's companies that do it right, but the, but uh, uh, I'd say by and large, it's probably skews towards the, you know, the former instead of the latter. So, uh, you know, I I just think that it's unfortunate that our wages are so low for busting our ass so hard. I know, and it's just like one of the things that's been driving me out of here is that okay? So it's it's not working out at the monastery, like. Uh, you know, live and let live, like whatever. It was a great experience for me, but I needed to get out of there. And the reason why I'm like, okay, I got to tap out and go somewhere else is because I can't rent a place uh, and make any any reasonable progress on my financial goals. Mm-hmm. And I've got, like, I have a professional gig, right? I'm a driver. And I, I recognize, I mean, it's, I don't want to sound condescending. And I really hope that I don't, because I know that there's a lot of people out there that don't have the educational background that I have. Uh-huh. I don't have like, I was born into like wealthy areas. Like my family is not wealthy, but I, I am one of the lucky ones that I have contacts. I have the educational backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I have what it takes to go and do corporate things and and whatnot. But I purposely chose to go this way to try a different way of life, and I. I have so much more compassion and empathy for those people that are busting their ass Mm -hmm. 40 to 60 hours a week and they're just scraping by and it's fucking bullshit and and it's total bullshit. And I, again, I, I'm grateful that I have different avenues to go to try different things and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have that. No, no, a lot of people are locked into that. And it's it's almost, it's almost like a caste system that's not that's not it's it's, it's invisible, but it's there. You know, it's uh, um, those people get locked into that, and it's like there's no upper mobility. It's interesting too, and I'm not talking I'm not talking shit on anybody, but it's interesting the way the Parks and Rec people interact, and then the office people at the town hall interact, and the two groups don't 
mingle. Yeah. And I do because I clean it. So I'm like, hey, guys, what's up? And, I, and they're, all, they're both cool on both and sides. plus you're comfortable on both sides. Yeah. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, yeah. Whether white collar or blue collar, you've done both. Yeah, so it's, it's cool. I can talk the talk and, you know, whatever. But it, it is interesting how the groups break up and they don't they don't cross cross ways yeah I, I, or cross paths I, I just find that interesting we, we're having a lot of wind through here right now yes. so sorry it, it keeps coming and going so if it's bad that's what's going on but it's you know it, it is it, it, it opens my eyes to more of the struggle of the blue collar uh, working class absolutely and 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 the real complaints they have about about the, the system and everything and and also too how the system just kind of kind of tries to keep keep you pigeonholed there right you know and I and, and again I don't want I'm I'm, I'm not, not I'm not anti-system I don't want to say it yeah like no 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 it, but, but where I was going was like so you know the 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 current talk and I can talk both you know Democrat and Republican on this so the economy has been the, the economy has quote unquote been getting better right over right. the last several years uh-huh. and one of the things that most people talk about the current economy and, and the current administration is that the economy is the strong point, right? It's, but I, I, I guess I look at my situation. So right now, like, okay, the economy is doing great. If I accept that, not for me. Like, I'm, I'm still, I can't, I can't earn, even though I'm working my ass off and I have a professional certification that takes, you know, effort and skill to get. Like, I can't live in Gunnison County. Yeah. On that amount of money. Well, and, and I, I, I think Colorado as a whole is ridiculous. You know, you look at Denver, and it's like the average price of a home, a starter home, is over three hundred thousand dollars. Who has that? Right. You know, there's very, that, that, that you're t- there. You're talking about like, I would say maybe the upper thirty percent, or maybe up, upper forty percent can purchase that. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's probably I, maybe it's, even less. It's yeah. I you mean, know? I think that that's top twenty percent. Yeah, and how many how many couples are both working? Uh, two jobs right you know and trying to save up for their kids to go to school and all this stuff luckily I don't have any kids because if I had that fuck I'd just be stressed beyond belief about future expenses and things like that but you know there was an interesting article that I read and I wish I could find it and I can't find it but it was in the Wall Street Journal and it was back in like 2007 and it was talking about how over the last 30 years wages have stayed stagnant yeah but uh, you know profits have increased a lot and it was when people companies started switched from investing in their employees to investing in efficiencies for the stock market for the stock price and it and if you think about that that's you know that set the tone for small business too because you have these people at the top in these large companies that are publicly traded that are no longer investing in their people they're investing in efficiencies to make the stock price go up and those people are making a shit ton of money right so they're 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 you know they're the people that are working underneath them are making decent income but the people at the top disproportionately are making millions right you know right so what does a small business person do they look at those big companies and they adopt the same mindset you know hey those people shouldn't make as much i'm the one taking all the risk Therefore, I should be making 10 times, 20 times more than my best paid employee. And that mindset is, is just a sickness, I think, because it takes the work environment, makes it into a place that no one wants to be. You know, people, people can... And eat. it divides, right? Like, right. just like you were talking about how, like, the office people don't... Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're not talking to the blue-collar workers. And, it, and it, vice versa, yeah. It and furthers it's like, the divide. Yeah, and it's almost weird, too. It's like... There's not any animosity towards the office workers or anything like that, but you can tell with like some of the comments that some of the guys make that they think that that's cushy, right? You know, and it's probably not. I mean, heck, they got stressed too. I mean, we've been, we've been in we've been on both sides, 
And I, that's going back to, to what we're talking about with the, the lifestyle. That's one thing I love about this lifestyle is being able to, to straddle both worlds. That's really nice to be able to do that. I, I mean, you, I, get, you can get perspective from everybody. It's fascinating. I, I really do feel like it's a journey. It's like a it's an opening of the eyes to what else is out there. Because it's like I don't I don't have anything figured out, and like I don't. Yeah. And I I feel like I'm. I have s'mores figured out, but that's about it. Oh man, do you make a big s'more? He, <laughs> he like he burrows a hole inside a marshmallow, a jumbo marshmallow, and then he stuffs it full. With almond butter and also uh, chocolate chips. Oh no, no, no! Let me finish it. So you you burrow the hole, you stuff it with almond butter, then you toast that, and then you smush it in between Tate's like double chocolate chip fudge cookies. Yeah, and like I'm just. It's the best I've ever. It really. You could also put some toasted coconut on there, and oh, then, yeah. and then oh, uh, yeah. some. So you, you can take on the in the interior where you where you put the almond butter. Um, take some of just the milk chocolate uh, um, uh, yeah. chips. You know, keep the on chi- talking about that. <laughs> We're yeah. gonna change the subject. Yeah, <laughs> but dude, it's it's the best. It's yeah. the best. No, I mean you. But anyway, you, I interrupted you. I apologize. Well, I I guess it's um, you know, again what. What am I doing with this lifestyle? What What am I doing with this podcast? I I really am interested, and I don't know where it's going to go, mm-hmm. but I I do feel like I'm 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 gaining some perspective, empathy, and compassion, and understanding by living this way, where. I feel like I understand both sides of the equation so much better. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I remember... And it gives so much better perspective as to why people feel that way. Yeah. Like, then you can understand and be like, hey, look, they're, they're legitimate in the way they feel. Based on their life experiences, right. that's that mold, that shaped them to who they are today. And you can't fault them for that. No. And you, and, and you, and you, and you can't dehumanize them for that. And it's almost like, I, I really feel like you and I are becoming brokers of conversation that don't exist out there like you know how many how many high producing white collar people make a conscious choice to walk away from all of that and go blue collar yeah that's true and you know how how many people have that experience mm-hmm. and i i think back to 2016 right so i remember having a conversation with you about the election mm-hmm. and it was it was prior to the election and I was on my high horse, and I was like, "There's no way Trump can win." Like fucking Hillary, blah 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 blah. <laughs> and then, and and I remember you just like, "Oh, maybe I don't know," you know, like yeah, that could be. Like you were, you were actually pretty diplomatic about it. Uh-huh. And then, and then I traveled east, and I I drove through all the rural towns, and I saw Trump pen signs over and over and over again. I'm like, "Holy fuck!" Like, tapped into something. I'm not. Maybe I'm not seeing things right. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the election happened and whatnot. But I, I again, I'm not interested in, in hashing out um, the, what's going on in the, on, on the micro level of politics. Yeah, and like it's all bad that. Like, it's But bad. I'm, I, I guess I, I feel like my eyes have opened up to, they, they're, they're better opened and, and I better understand what's going on in the country and the disparity of what's going on more than I did before. And, and it, it wouldn't be possible without having lived this way, without having made these choices. 
and again drawing the trend line to where we might be going and what we might be able to do with this and what we're doing with it right now like there there is like a brokering of sides that you and I are doing I think mm-hmm. I, and I I don't I I don't you know that there are there are interesting people that are doing interesting podcasts out there Joe Rogan Sam Harris and like but I don't know whether people truly have the empirical understanding that you and I have of both sides and how fucked up it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially we're going to become the saviors of the universe. Why? Well, that's, that's, that's been the plan all along. And so we wanted to unveil that to the, to so the that's our master plan. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll be dominating the universe and all the listeners that have tuned in thus far will be on our executive council. Absolutely. To rule the galaxy. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> keep on listening awesome. and, uh, yeah, voice your support. <laughs> and, send mo- and send money. Craig, Craig and Brian. <laughs> are going to rule the world from their mosquito tent. <laughs> That's awesome. Headquarters. Yeah. No, I, 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 I love living this way, man. Yeah. I, I agree. The perspective that, it, that it's given me. And, and you know, to be honest, like the person who first started me uh, thinking about other stuff was you because we'd have really good conversations, truck camping, and, and you, you presented it in a way that's intelligent. You know, the, most of the stuff you see out there is just rage. No one and, and everybody shuts down yeah. when they hear that. So yeah. no one's gonna tune in. But you'd say stuff. I'd be like, well, that makes sense. You know, like, like you, it, it, that makes sense. I, I understand why you think that way, and it, and it changed my views in a lot of ways. And uh, and it's nice to have a friend like that that has an opposing view, but it's like you respect the person, so you're not gonna tear into them just because they may support something that you think is you know off base. Yeah, and likewise, I mean, I, I remember, like, even just recently, we had that, that conversation about whether the electoral college for the presidential election makes sense, and mm-hmm. you brought to my attention um, the some feedback from, from some of your, your Kansas folks, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, here I am, a coastal elite, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, Brian, I'm Brian, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but you're like, but hey, like, listen to this. Like, they're concerned that, you know, they're not paid attention to as it is right now. And that's one of the last ways that they get. And I'm like, yeah, I, I can't I can't argue with that. Like, that mm-hmm. makes sense. And I, I'm even though I still have some thoughts that lead me to believe one way or another, um, I, I can't deny that that's something that needs to be paid attention to and, and that I make sense and you can't you can't say well no you don't feel that way yeah yeah totally and it's like it, it, it's it, I think that everybody has to realize and, and us living this way helps us realize this is that everyone's human yeah and just because they have a view that may be way 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 off base from what you have and to completely polar opposite doesn't mean that they don't have the right as a human to think that way. Right. You know, and I think that's where that we get this thought police. And they don't have, like, a good justification for feeling that right. way. Right. Yeah, everything's molded from your life experiences. You know, you're, right. you don't just wake up and have all this set of ideas just come to you like a revelation. So uh, I think that I think the, the rehumanization of somebody who view who they view as their opposite is what's needed. And this, yeah. and this lifestyle allows that. Because yeah. it exposes you to so many people, you know. We'll come out here and we'll see people with badass rigs, and we'll talk to them. And we won't talk. We won't say like, "Hey, what's your political affiliation?" That that rarely ever comes yeah. up, if ever. Well, it's you, just you, good times. You can usually tell by well, the, yeah. the vehicle that they're driving yeah. and the uh, the drawl that they they, they totally. have, or whether they've got a Subaru, uh-huh. you know. And but I've and, met I've met some people that you would think 
you know, you, you see the vehicle and you're like, oh, I got this person pegged and it's the exact opposite. You're like, wow. You know, so it's cool to see that because yeah. it, it's like at different strokes for different folks and everybody's got a different opinion and they're entitled to that, you know? Yeah. And I, I and it's still like I, I continue to ask myself and even, even as I look toward, you know, migrating east and whatnot and you've got your migration pattern that's, that's coming up, like I, 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 I feel a growing sense of duty to do something with this new perspective, you know, and this new understanding. I want to push it further. And, um, I, I feel a sense of duty to give back, you know, like we're, we, we truly are experiencing something that few people do. Mm -hmm. And I think we're gaining insight. So, you know, we, we, we have a responsibility to do something with it. And I, on this platform, I mean, I want to talk about it and, but I, you know, both of us are really, really capable, you know, in, 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 in our ways. And so it's fun to produce videos and, you know, do cool shit and like, look at how awesome I'm doing. And, you know, we talked about it in our last video or our last podcast, you know, with that we're, we're apprehensive about going full influencer, right? Cause mm-hmm. we don't want to just be that gimmicky. We don't want to go that way. Right. So recognizing that we have this unique perspective, feeling a sense of duty, recognizing that social media and, and maybe like, maybe we develop like a new influencer mm-hmm. category, not just like the person that gets free shit and gets paid, but what, what, how else can we influence, you know, mm-hmm. by living this way, by, I think the podcast is a perfect platform. Yeah, but what do we do with it? And you know, what 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 are you what are you guys doing about it? What are you listening to? Are you just like smoking bowls and drinking (laughs) drinking, ice cream? Yeah, so that's okay. That's okay. That's cool. Like been there, done that. (laughs) I I I spent ten dollars on Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory shit last night. Stuffed my belly. But no, I you know I I would agree. I think that uh, you know we got episode number fifty coming up, and we can definitely use this platform to help expand consciousness and mind and just ideas and perspectives and share right. our, and share our perspectives and hopefully hopefully people that are tuning in you know they they pick up on that I, yeah. think, I think that we we talk enough and we dive deep enough about stuff other than just like hey here's my cool rig like we talk about the real stuff right and and i think that's what people want they want to know like hey what's it really like when you know the the you're out of cell range and you're you know you, you've been out there for a long time and it's not the instagram glory that you see online so much because right. that's, that's not reality. And, you know, what are the mental battles? I think that that's, I can talk till the cows come home about cool shit that I got my truck, you know, and, mm. and all that whatnot and, and tips and tricks to do it. But I, I do think that the real meat of this situation is like, what is our mental journey? Because mm. we're, we're not static. No. You know, it's not, we don't have it figured out. We don't know, but we're figuring it out, which is nice. Yeah, we're we're going in a direction, and we're describing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, for good or for bad. Cool. What do you say we wrap up? I'm gonna do a little video, and then I gotta head into town. Sounds good. I gotta go. I gotta go drive a bus and get underpaid. Right. Peace right. out, y'all. All right. Thanks for tuning in.